Hello, coffee lovers, and welcome to the God Country Live Video Podcast. Here we go every Friday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And now, live from Seguin, Texas, and other places around the world, your host, Jose Roberto Alaniz Jr. Hello, coffee lovers. Jose Lanis, Third Day Coffee Seguin. It's 1900. It's Friday night, which means it's time for God Country Coffee. We have a great show tonight. Obviously, I have a live guest, which I love having live guests. It's so much better uh, than doing the computer thing. Um, we, I don't even know where to start. So first off, let me start by thanking God for all the blessings that he continues to pour down on not just me and my family, but on all my friends and family. And, uh, and uh, Odie here has an incredible story about all many things that God's done in his life. Um, and he's also one of my best customers, uh, one of my white label customers under the Master Blaster Coffee, uh, as you can see the logo on his shirt uh, and the logo on my shirt. Both of these came from another Navy veteran, uh, Ginger and David with really question mark designs. Uh, are, I don't have my hat on right now, but J.D. Tierney usually provides the hats that we wear from Southpaw Laser Concepts. I want to give them a shout out. Uh, the coffee that we're drinking tonight is Seguin Pecan. And uh, actually, the mug is from Really Designs from Ginger and David. And uh, we thank them for that. Um, the coffee, we just recently made uh, contact here locally. Uh, they've had a... a uh, a pecan orchard and grove um, in the Seguin area, probably two miles from my house uh, since 1946. And so we recently made a deal with them and we uh, are starting to roast our coffee a little bit different. And the Seguin pecan is just ridiculous. So it is delicious coffee. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is before we get started, I want to tell you, like I always tell you, God first. If you don't have your own copy and you need a copy, if you're not sure, just reach out. I'll send you a Bible for free. It's what we do, right? We send Bibles out. Uh, Virginia Cruz, uh, she was on the show a couple of years ago, probably about a year and a half ago. Uh, she wrote this book on the Soldier's Guide to PTSD, a no-something-here guide to reclaiming your life. Uh, she's an incredible individual. And we're going to talk about PTSD a little bit tonight as well. Yes, we will. Uh, and we're going to talk about how over overcoming things. We're going to talk about business. We're going to talk about God. And we're going to talk about incredible coffee and uh, all those things to come. My guest tonight is the CEO and COO of Master Blaster Coffee, Stephen O'Donnell. Good evening. Pleasure and uh, I'm going to let Steve introduce himself while I share the podcast to all the different platforms, including his. So I'm going to step off for a second. Steve, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about what led you to join the military. So I grew up in, uh, good evening, everybody. Great to be here. Uh, I grew up in Chicago, uh, one of four children from an Irish Catholic family. Uh, we moved around a little bit uh, closer to where dad was. Dad was a teacher when, when I was a kid. And um, uh, I decided to go in the Marine Corps. Uh, we went to a smaller, I went to a smaller high school uh, to finish high school. And there were, uh, out of a graduating class of 140, there were 10 of us that went in the Marine Corps that, that year. Um, it was, it just seemed to be the right thing to do. So 
Um, that started my life down the corridor of the, or the career of the military. Um, five years in, in the Marine Corps, got out for a bit, went to college, uh, joined the Army in 99, and uh, I became an Army EOD technician, hence the name Master Blaster Coffee. Um, we started this, we just hit on December 14th of, of last month, we just hit a year in business. Um, been absolutely honored and blessed to be in business with uh, with Jose, and uh, we're looking forward to the next year. It's gonna be it's gonna be great times. It's gonna be great times. So, um, I've done two tours, active duty, three tours, uh, contractor, uh, going back a ways. Um, recently, I dealt with uh, my own PTSD and and spent some time dealing with the VA and uh, in mental health. Uh, we'll dive into all that as we uh, as we move on with the the show this evening. So I just want to give a shout out to all the customers that have that have helped us with Master Blaster Coffee over the year uh, that we've been in business. Um, it's been it's been an amazing uh, uh, journey, and I really am pleased that we are able to give back to the community uh, in stance with the EOD Warrior Foundation, the Patel Foundation. We've been helping out uh, nonprofits, and uh, again, just this is I'm very blessed for this. So. How much more time you need? <laughs> one more. I, I need to do one more share. One more share. All right. <laughs> so, but as you can see, the roaster behind me, we, we were able to, I was actually able to go through the entire process. Even though we've been in business for a year, I went through the entire process of roasting coffee, grinding coffee, um, and getting it prepped in bags and getting shipments out. Um, a good friend of mine from Sierra Vista that I've known for a couple of years, one of the shipments that we sent out for Master Blaster was his shipment. Uh, so I was able to do that whole process today and, uh, and learn a lot about the coffee, uh, more about the coffee industry from Jose. We had a great time here today. Okay. Let me get back over here <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll get started, man. It's um, all good, buddy. I'm trying to get all this going. I know. Okay. All right. So, uh, we have... Odie's come down here. We started, um, some of you guys who are in the Ventpreneur tribe might remember. Justin, by the way, thank you for your for your comment. And Brian Gibson, thank you for your comment. Um, we started this uh, a few years ago when, um, after the pandemic started, we were, um, we did really well during the pandemic. People were at home. They were a captive audience. They were buying coffee online. Um, and as that started to taper down, as people started to go back to work and started to go back to those horrible places where they were buying terrible coffee, uh, <laughs> we decided we were going to do something a little different. And so we offered something to veteran entrepreneurs uh, who wanted to start their own coffee business. And uh, we offered a white label or private label offer. And Odie was one of the first guys who did it. And we came up with Master Blaster Coffee. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. His coffee is, uh, it's scrolling across the bottom of the screen. You can see masterblaster.us. And so um, what an incredible graphic too, isn't it? Like the old canteen cups from World War II and, uh, and then the, uh, the bomb and the explosion coming out of the coffee. I mean, this is like incredible. I, I absolutely love it. And uh, I love when my customers do well. And uh, obviously when they do well, we do well. And so... As most of you know, most of our money goes back to directly to ministry. Um, 
But that's not really what we're here to talk about tonight. We're here to talk about Odie and his business. And so I offered to the veteran group that we belong to, the Vetpreneur Tribe. Uh, it's a group of 17,000 veteran entrepreneurs. And I said, if you want to do coffee, I'll make a deal for you. And so Odie jumped on it. Today we have about 21 uh, white label companies. Odie is probably one of the best performers <laughs> of all those 21. <laughs> so he's not playing around. He's no, actually, we ain't playing around. He's actually trying to sell coffee. That's right. And, That's uh, right. and we love it. You know, we absolutely love it. Um, the coffee is unique. It comes from Honduras, from a single, from two single farms. Uh, we buy directly from the farmer. There's no middleman. It gets roasted right here. Odie roasted coffee today, right literally right here. Yep. Uh, Odie, not only did he roast coffee today, but he weighed coffee, he roasted coffee, he ground coffee, and he uh, he sealed the bags, and we, we sent shipments out today yep. to some of his customers. Yep. It's, and been, so, it's been an awesome experience. Yeah, man. It, you know, it's been a year in a way, because Odie and I probably talk two, three times a week. Sometimes, sometimes we talk once a week. Yep. Uh, sometimes we talk more. And so, um, but I really want to go back to a few things. I want to go back to what our podcast is really about. Our podcast is called God Country Coffee for several reasons, right? Yes. God gave me stewardship over this. I don't ever call this a business. To me, this is a ministry that God has put in my care, and it's my responsibility to take care of it. And so... Justin Charpentier, who is one of my mentors, taught me, if you don't sell any coffee, how are you going to do any ministry? And so I had to get past that th mental block in my head that if I don't make any money, you know, if I make $100 extra a month, how much ministry am I going to do? Not much. So I had to get past that. Once I got past that and I started to realize the more coffee we sell, the more ministry we do. So Odie's got a different perspective and he's got a different reason to, to do his coffee and that's perfectly fine but we're like-minded individuals absolutely uh Odie believes in god so do i you guys know me and so it was a pleasure to do business with him because he's a like-minded individual so first off what i want to know is um there's a link on his website that talks about a podcast that he just did that I listened to. And it was very interesting because apparently you've been an expert witness in the yeah. Netherlands. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk out, about that. Cats out of the bag on that one. Um, <laughs> just did a podcast with uh, the EOD Warrior Foundation. And Maria, is a, she's a great interview, interviewer and uh, she really took care of the situation. Um Back in 2009, when I had just gotten back from my first contract deployment to Iraq, Baghdad, uh, I was approached by a uh, an attorney that I knew in the Albuquerque area, and we he asked me based on my background as a, as an EOD technician to uh, to assist his team in defense of a um, an individual who was up for additional war crimes uh, from the former Yugoslavia. Wow. So we went to Serbia. We sat through interviews. I went to, we traveled down to Visegrad, Bosnia. I did the investigation on the site. And um, I came back, as I mentioned in the, po the other podcast, uh, I spent a couple weeks writing up the dissertation and then sent off my, my findings. And then they flew me back to The Hague 
um, and I testified in International War Crimes Tribunal Court. Um, and it's uh, I get when I get talking, I talk a lot for, kind of fast. So what happened was it's uh, all good. Yeah, what happened was they kept they, they, I sat on the stand for like five hours, but they and we had breaks and stuff. But I was on the stand for five hours, and um, they asked me to. Uh, like seven times or eight times to slow down and talking because they're translating it into so many different languages. But uh, it was just a unique experience. The guy was going away for whatever anyway. Um, but this was a specific incident that dealt with my area of expertise. And, and it was just, uh, it was an opportunity I couldn't pass up. So I'm going to ask you a question because um, I'm kind of crazy. I like to do crazy things. <laughs> But uh, like going business what for me? in the world possesses you to say, hey, I want to go play with bombs. How did you get into the bomb defusing business? So um, I went to college in 08, 09, and I did not apply myself. I played a lot of rugby um, and probably <laughs> went to too many parties. So I went back. I was going back into the military and. If I went back in the Marine Corps, they would have um, degraded me in a rank, at least one, which is the normal process because there's been guys on active duty that um, have been working towards promotion. And it's no fair for me to take a three year uh, uh, hiatus, come back and then have to go to uh, become the same rank. So I went to the Army this time, took the ASVAB over, scored higher. Uh, and then so. They one of the jobs that they offered me after the normal five of like infantry, artillery, armor, all that other stuff, combat engineer, whatever. Um, the first one they offered me was uh, drone mechanic, pilot thing, whatever. <laughs> um, and this is prior to 9 11, this is back in 99, so I had no interest in that. The next one they offered me was explosive ordnance disposal, and I said, Is that military bomb squad to the master sergeant? And he goes, Yes, I said, Sign me up. <laughs> so that's what that's what it is, and I probably, you know. Gave uh, at that point, my parents, because I was their child, were already on their way graying, and I probably just sealed the deal and gave them all the gray hair they ever had on their head. So, so what I want to know <laughs> is, did all the hits you took in rugby lead to you joining EOD? Um, I've always been, uh, I've always been an adrenaline junkie. Don't get me wrong, um, but probably. I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, rugby was it was. I love playing rugby, so. That's awesome. My yeah. uh, my grandson lives in New Zealand, so yes. I am now a fan of the All Blacks. There you go. Uh, and I, I do enjoy uh, you know watching rugby on TV. Sometimes when we get to we haven't had a chance to physically be there live when they're having rugby, but we're working on it. Right. Um, Brian and and Frank, please put your uh, your websites in the comments. I always try to. I know Odie's the same way. We love to lift our brothers up. Absolutely. And uh, and I and I know that Brian's got a great mission that he's trying to do. Um, I hope that Marty and James jump on because they're they usually you know there's they might be too high fluting for me. I don't know. Marty maybe <laughs> not James, but anyway, uh, it's the skinny pants cutting the cutting the blood off. But anyway, um, so you joined our uh, EOD. Mm -hmm. You went through uh, how many combat tours? So I did, um, on active duty, I did a tour in, I was with the 789th at Fort Benning, Georgia, and we did a tour in, um, oath from September of 03 to April of 04 in Baghdad. And then we came back, it was an election year and EOD helps out the secret service a lot with clearing venues for whoever the secret service is deemed, deeming that they need to protect. 
Um, so that would be the candidates, the current uh, president, all that stuff. Um, so it was a busy year because I also um, had to get my team leader certification done for to be an EOD team leader during that time frame we were back because we were slotted and we left in May of 05 and went to Afghanistan and then came back in November of 05, late November of 05. So, um, and then after that, um, when I left the military in 07, I did a, a contractor tour in 08 in Baghdad and then 10, 11 and 12 in Afghanistan. So, that is a lot of time in country. That is a <laughs> there lot are a lot of, of people that have done more than I have. I'll yeah. tell you that. Yes. Well, I, yeah, but that's I don't don't disclaim no. what you've done because no, that's a lot of time in country. Yeah, it's like three years. So you, you did all this time mm -hmm. and you came back and you weren't OK. Uh, no, I wasn't OK prior to going. I wasn't OK. Um, I wasn't. Uh, yeah, I, it's it's. I've been dealing with PTSD for 20 years is what I think my therapist and I, uh, when I went through the mental health program, I think that's what we deduced is that, uh, I've been suffering it from 20 over 20, 20 or over 20 years. And, um, it took until, uh, late October, early November of 2020 for me to really hit the worst of it in the sense of the downward slide, um, from, you know, like that churning in the toilet bowl that i I almost didn't bounce back out of. So, so. The, we're, we're going to talk about, we're going to pull the Band-Aid off, right? You and I have talked about this. I, no um, problem. We, uh, I didn't know this about Odie, and and we, we as our relationship, our business relationship grew, uh, we got to be closer. We talked a lot. Yeah. And uh, we, I didn't know, but um, there were several events in, in his life before he started Master Blast Coffee or right at. But let's talk about the things that led up to before the coffee business started. So Oct late October, early November of 2020, uh, I'm sorry, 20, yeah, 2020, um, I had three guys that I knew that I served with overseas that were not EOD. They all committed suicide within two weeks. Then the next month in December um, was the one year anniversary of a teammate from the, the contract, the contract in 08. He's a teammate of mine and um, he committed suicide and left three, three sons behind mm. um, the next month. And all of this is I'm going down a, I'm stressing out my relationship at the time. Um, I, I can't, I couldn't do anything to stop the downward slide. If that makes any sense. Um, I'm straining my relationship, even though we're trying desperately to, to act like it's working. Um, I, got a misdemeanor DUI in January. The next, literally three weeks later, there was an apartment complex fire. 43 units were displaced and I lost everything. I lost my entire identity. I lost my phone. My, uh, I lost a weapon. Um, everything I brought to Missouri to work the contract that I was on in Missouri, I lost that. Uh, it was all just gone. I literally showed up at my brother's, a Navy EOD brother, who him and his wife own a ranch um, in, in Lenox, Missouri. Uh, and he was my boss at the time. I literally showed up at their house with just the clothes on my back, mm. just the clothes on my back. Um, the next month, uh, I broke it off with my, my girlfriend. And in retrospect, later on, when we were talking, she helped me. She was there for me when we were talking, when I was going through my therapy, 
Uh, she flat out told me the, the the whole last month that we were together, I was drunk the whole time. Every phone call, I was mm. drunk. So, um, and then in April, I quit my job. I went down to tech. I came down here to Texas, made an ass of myself. I went over to Arizona, made an ass of myself. Ended up at my dad's, and then within a couple of weeks of being at dad's, um, I found myself sitting in the spare bedroom on the bed with a gun next to me, and I made a phone call. And if the phone call didn't go through or I didn't get what I wanted at that time, um, I was prepared to to end the pain. I was prepared to end the pain. So. And how did that phone call go? Who was that to? That was my ex-girlfriend. She answered the phone. Yep. She answered so, the phone. She did. And what did she tell you? Well, so, <laughs> yeah. I know. Call me out on it. <laughs> so she... Uh, <laughs> She's like, are you thinking of doing anything stupid to yourself? I'm like, no, I was in complete denial. I was lying. Uh, didn't want anybody to see. I didn't want anybody to understand the monster that I perceived myself to be. Um, you know, uh, projecting back at them, uh, deflecting uh, all these things and, uh, and the triggers and not, and not owning up to your own, your own messes uh, and the person that you're becoming. Um, yeah. So she answered the phone and, 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 I had to come clean with that later on when I was going through my 18 weeks of therapy. Uh, I came clean with that with her and, uh, oh, she was, she was upset. She was pissed. <laughs> yep. So, and rightfully so. I mean, you know, uh, but she saved my life. Yeah. And saved, we're going to talk more about her in a minute because it's important that you understand how, even though he might've burnt the top part of the bridge, the, the structure was still intact. Yeah. Um, and we'll get to that, but I mean, through, through what transpired, God has taught me how to love her in a different way. God has taught me how to love her as my friend and as, uh, as the person that, that was able to, uh, to be in my life and God probably put, God put her there in my life because he knew I would be there at that point at that time. And I needed somebody to answer and she answered. And I hope that you, in that process, I mean, obviously, even if you don't understand it the way I see it, looking at you, uh, God also taught you to love yourself. Yeah, well, that was that was part of the steps forward from that that point in the sense of um, her. Our conversation was, I needed mental health. You know, she brought it up. Yeah. You need, and I, I, um, I said, yeah, I, you're absolutely right. I need to go to mental health. I need to get an assessment, which I did. Uh, Heinz Clinic outside of Chicago, and uh, um, that I did that on like the third of July in 2021, and then by the end of the month, I was in an 18 week program moving forward. So, uh, and, it, and obviously because of COVID, it was all you know video and stuff like that. But yeah, she was there talking to me, you know, checking in on me, and how did this? How did today's session go? So on and so forth. And she was there for everything. She was. Uh, she just helped me out nonstop. And, um, I'm blessed because God put her in my life. And you Absolutely. never know what, man, you never know. Uh, I, I just want to say this because I say it all the time. And if you've been around me long enough, you've heard me say it, but you never know what's going to come out of your mouth. <laughs> you never know how God uses us and who needs to hear whatever it is that you have to say. Correct. It doesn't mean just because I've never been to combat and I don't have those experiences doesn't mean that something I say might not help somebody. It doesn't mean that if you've never been in the military, that something Odie says can't help you. It can. Yeah. 
And God's got a master plan that none of us are privy to. Correct. And it's none of our business. But it's just amazing when we're able to start understanding, hey, I didn't have anything to do with this. This is all God. God did this in my life. God put this person in my life. And obviously, Odie understands that God put so many people in his life uh, that he was able to walk away from that situation that could have gone totally different, that has gone totally different mm-hmm. for many of our brothers and sisters. Yes, it has. And so um, if you're out there, again, you need a Bible, you need a, a PTSD partner, you need whatever. Reach out to Odie, reach out to me, reach out to, you know, re- go for the resources that are available to you. Um, you're not alone. There are people that will listen. There are people here. We're here. Uh, you can. Uh, I guarantee you there's not a single person on this planet that's got those kinds of issues that Stephen wouldn't take a second out of his time, uh, an hour out of his time, a day out of his time to talk to you. So yeah. understand that you're not alone. Not never alone. I, I, if you don't mind, I'd like to add. Not at all. Uh, today was day 330 um, that I've been doing. I call it 22 a day because it's bringing push, doing push-ups to bring awareness to not only uh, not only suicide in veterans, but also suicide in first responders because their numbers have skyrocketed. Yep. Um, but I did, I always give an extra one to the Marine Corps gods. So, so it's actually 23 a day. <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually 23 Stinking a day. Marines. Yeah, I know. I know. So, but, uh, so I day three thirty, uh, 330 days and I'm not quitting anytime soon. I'm just going to keep pushing through. Um, and I didn't get a chance to tell you this earlier when we were, uh, we were, running around with the coffee beans and all that other stuff. But, um, on day 365 or day 366, um, a brother of mine who's on the law enforcement side and myself are launching, um, a page on social media called diffusing 22 plus. Nice. And that's to address the suicide rates and not only veterans, but also, um, also law enforcement officers, firefighters, EMS, all the first responders. Um, we all stood up for something bigger than ourselves. Now it's time for us to stand up for ourselves. So, Amen. Amen. And, uh, James, thanks for uh, the comment. I know we look good, but that's beside the point. Who <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were talking before we started this? How do I look? As ugly well, as I do. <laughs> yeah, no, the makeup ladies didn't make it. I don't understand where the power yeah, goes. I don't know what happened. But anyway, we're gonna uh, we're gonna go with those lies that we look good. So. Uh, thank you, James, uh, and thank you, Frank, and everybody else who's watching. I can't see all the comments because I'm away from the computer. Yeah, it's today. way over there. It's way uh, over there. But normally, I'm sitting at the computer and we're doing something, and I'm able to look at them. So, uh, if if you have something to ask or say, please put it in the comments uh, so that we can tell. There's a lot of people watching. That's uh, great, and and we're excited about that. So, Odie, let's talk about your transition uh, from your battle with PTSD. Yes to master blaster coffee yes so um i forget what what week i was in uh for the therapy but i saw what you put up on Vetrepreneur tribe about a white 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 label program or white bag program um so then my gears in my head started turning uh and i um i approached you about it you sent samples and then I brought in, um, I actually approached my ex and she joined the company. And then my uh, a, a husband and wife team who have been longtime friends and they accused me of 
being the reason that they got married. So that's a whole nother story. We'll talk about that later. Um, so all three of them joined me in this business and, um, that was in, we were set to launch on, on, uh, Labor Day week or not Labor Day, um, Veterans Day weekend or Veterans Day in 2021. Right. But we had some configuration issues going on with, with Shopify cause it's a, it's an, a totally e-commerce based uh, company. And, um, we didn't actually launch the company until the 14th of December. And when we did, um, your dollar cha-ching thing was going off crazy in your ear. Uh, but we, I mean, we just, we had such a huge following and two weeks before, two weeks before I even, we even opened and I, I, uh, I, we even sold a bag of coffee. I reached out to, um, a contact, uh, Mo Tackett, who most of Tackett, we call her Mo at the EOD warrior foundation. And I told her what we were doing and she goes, I love it. And I said, I want to be the sole proprietor of coffee for next May, which would be this year, this last May. Uh, I want to be the sole proprietor of coffee for the entire uh, events of the EOD Warrior Foundation's uh, Memorial Weekend. So we did and uh, donated a hundred bags before we even sold anything. And then it was straight up into orbit. Here we go. So yeah, yeah, it worked out great, but uh, it's, and it's been a, it's, I have to say, brother, it's been a fantastic journey. It, it really has. has. I, I gotta, I gotta tell y'all something, you know, so I have a friend of mine, um, and I met him when he was at the hospital, uh, at Fort Sam recovering from, uh, he's EOD mm-hmm. long before I ever met Odie <laughs> and, uh, and his name is Thomas Janus and we took him fishing. He loved to go fishing. And when we took him fishing, he didn't have a prosthetic for his arm yet. It was all gone except for. I think he had two fingers uh, and his, one of his legs was completely gone. The other one was in a halo. If you, you know, if you know what that means, the halo rings with screws in them trying to hold his leg together. And we took him fishing and his brother went with us, uh, uh, Rhett Berg. And so we all went fishing. And uh, anyway, from that, from that point forward, Tom and Rhett and I have been, have been friends. We've stayed in touch. We talk, you know, occasionally. And, um, and so, recently because i do all his order filling uh i realized this is how far his reach goes how far the eod community how tight the eod community is Uh, i got an order and i was placed i was filling orders wasn't even paying attention and i came across one in missouri and i was like oh who's in missouri and it was Tom Janus. And I was like, what in the heck, man? Isn't one of my buddies, (laughs) but he's EOD. And so this is how far EODs reach. And it was one of the things that I always found amazing. And we're actually live in LinkedIn right now as well. I hope it's live. I don't know if anybody's in LinkedIn. Is anybody watching from LinkedIn? I don't think anybody's. um, Anyway, if somebody's watching from LinkedIn or somebody could check the LinkedIn feed, uh, that would be awesome to see how we're going over there. But um, I remember when we first launched, mm-hmm. uh, he did a post in, in LinkedIn. Yes, and I, I want to say it hit like 600 and uh, something around that. It yeah, was six, like 800 people. Yeah, yeah, six or 800 people yeah. uh, in that community. And well, I that thought, was yeah, that was just people that knew me, knew me from the person my personal page. Yeah, we didn't even have Master Blaster up in LinkedIn. And I thought, time. man, how many people know this cat? <laughs> and so I've been accused of knowing more people than the common cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I thought I did too, but but uh, these guys are they're insane. So yep. we we launched, 
Uh, and it was a, it was a, it was actually a very learning, a, a learning curve for both of us. Right. Because um, up until then, my growth was slow and steady, and so I never had this huge boom. You got a hundred orders. What are you going to do? Holy crud! You know, yeah. I gotta, I gotta do all this nonsense. You know, yeah. What am I gonna jump through hoops? And then I wasn't, you know. I would buy bags when I needed them right. and I would buy, you know, oil when I needed it and I would buy coffee when I needed it. I never really had to plan ahead. Right. And so when Master Blaster <laughs> launched, it taught me a lot about business that I didn't know anything about. And uh, Frank, okay, you're live on LinkedIn. Sweet. Thanks, Frank. Thanks, Frank. And so, um, yeah, so we, we have both learned from this experience. And of course, you know, I have other white label customers, mm -hmm. uh, but really Master Blaster taught me, you know, how to forecast, how to plan, how to make sure that I have what I need done uh, ahead of time so that when we, you know, when those things hit, uh, we're not like, oh, well, you got to wait two weeks. You know, we don't like to wait two weeks. You know, we, we, we try to stay. We tell everybody five to seven days. I try to do three to five days. Right. Um, yep. But we're specialty coffee. So our coffee is very unique. And today, you know, Stephen got to come over here and see the actual process from opening a, a new bag of coffee that came directly from Honduras yes. to the roaster to the bag. And, and let me tell you what that means for Master Blaster Coffee. Same thing for third day coffee Seguin. It is literally crop to cup. And mm. what do I mean by that? It means I deal directly with two farm owners in the exact same region. One of them works for my main supplier. We get coffee directly off that farm that gets dried on the farm and bagged and shipped directly from there to Kansas. I pick it up from Kansas. It comes directly here. And once we roast it, it goes into your cup. There's no middleman. There's no big corporation nope. making money. There's nobody buying cheap coffee. And we have paperwork to prove the cupping scores of our coffee. Our coffee has never gone below 85 cupping score. What does that mean? There's an international organization that says that coffee has to be scored a certain way. All coffee is scored from zero to 100. Everything 79 and lower, all the way down to 50, which is the minimum score most of the time, is just regular coffee. Mm -hmm. It's what all the companies out there call gourmet, or they call they call it uh, they call it gourmet. They call it craft coffee. They call it uh, specialty. Well, no, especially okay. coffee is what we do. Okay, but they call it. Uh, what's the other one called? <laughs> um, gourmet coffee, and what's the other one that the companies use? Um, anyway, if it's not specialty coffee, specialty coffee is coffee that scores a minimum score of eighty and above. Our coffee starts out at eighty-five and goes up to eighty-seven right now. All that coffee, you have to have paperwork with it to prove that it's specialty coffee. What does that mean? That means that it's a higher quality bean to begin with. 
what is my coffee, our coffee, the coffee that Master Blaster provides you, what is that coffee? Well, there's a whole bunch of ladies, a Honduran ladies that sit around a table and they literally pick the impurities out of the coffee. Any little coffee bean that's not been broken in half or maybe it's got an insect on it, whatever. They separate that manually. And so the coffee that I get directly to my shop is not only a high scoring coffee, but it's also a very clean coffee. The coffee that I get from Hunters, I've never had to, to de-stone. I've never had a rock in it because they clean it. So what does that mean? That means when you get Master Blaster coffee in your home, it is way better product than anything out there on the market. I guarantee it. Yep. Guarantee it. Yep. You know, you have all these people that call their coffee different things, but if they don't have the paperwork to back it up, it's just regular coffee. And I can tell you, from my experience in the coffee business that a lot of those big corporations, they buy the cheapest coffee they can get in those countries for 150 pounds of coffee. They might pay the locals $20. If that coffee can get to the United States, that same 150 pounds is worth $750. So they're literally ripping off the people. So not only are you, buying a great quality coffee when you buy Master Blaster coffee, you're also supporting local independent farmers who are just trying to care for their family. Yep. So it's not just a great cup of coffee. It's a great farm that it came from. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great cause. And then on top of all that, mm -hmm. right, we donate. Yeah. And so... We support ours. We, we support su ours here at home too. That's right. And yep. so Odie, Odie supports the EOD Foundation, which we also support, you know, uh, through coffee. And those are really important things when, in a time and age where we're at today, where everything is crazy, it matters where you spend your money. Inflation's at the highest it's been in forty years. It's important where you spend your money. Why wouldn't you buy coffee from somebody? who's a real person, who's buying from a real farm with no middleman, with no craziness, yeah. you know, attached to it. And so that's what makes Master Blaster and Third Day a step ahead of everybody else that's out there. Yes, agreed. So um, let me see where we're at over here. Because, you know, I never pay attention. Um, <laughs> well, you usually have that in front of you. I usually there. have it in front of me, and I have people <laughs> asking questions. And uh, you take a minute. Uh, this year we're collaborating together, yes. And let's see what else. So Frank and I don't know who else. I, I can't look at the other. There's 20 comments on the <laughs> Frank other. said they didn't have enough crayons for me. Yeah, know. let me look at the comments because I, I don't want to miss. i got to place an order with you, Frank. I want to see if anybody else is, uh, you know, I don't want to miss questions. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to check some of these real quick to see if people have um, other stuff. Frank, how many platforms are you on? Good grief. I need real numbers, man. You're like bolstering the numbers by <laughs> by being on 14 different uh, platforms at the same time. Did we lose the feed? No, no. We're, oh, no. Okay. we're there. Okay, so... All right, we're good. I just wanted to check everything. Yeah. All right. So, 
Um, let's talk about where Master Blaster goes, man. I mean, we're we're a year into this, a yep. little more than a year, and we're doing really well. Mm-hmm. You're doing really well. Um, it's a success story uh, that I actually love because my whole purpose in offering White Label was for veterans to be able to start something that didn't cost them a whole lot of money. Right. And they were able to do something quickly. And so uh, the way I offered the program is a way for somebody to start their own business and be able to make money on day one. Yep. And so, and, and what I do is I float the coffee until you reach 50 bags and then I build. Right. So um, it allows you to kind of get your foot in the building. Oh, absolutely. So Master Blaster didn't mess around. They took that and they <laughs> ran with it. Yes, we did. And, and they're doing really well. Mm-hmm. So, 2023, what is Master Blaster doing and what's the next level? Well, so 2023, uh, it's funny because, you know, brand new year, I see a couple posts up there that uh, like I've already been in this year like a week and I want to I want to start over again or whatever. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, but for us, for Master Blaster, um, I'll be next month. I'll be in Virginia uh, with one of my business partners and we're going to um, we're actually going to be um, at sponsoring and brewing coffee for the EOD Warrior Foundation's 16th annual polar bear plunge in Fredericksburg, Spotsylvania area. So really excited to do that. That's Virginia, by the way, yeah, not Virginia. Fredericksburg, Texas. No, not Fredericksburg, Texas. Fredericksburg, <laughs> Virginia. Thank you. It's going to be cold. Yeah. So there's uh, a lot of people are going to be taking the plunge. I will not be. Uh, but the curators of the event have actually, because I post the Pledge of Allegiance every day and I'm on, I'm on day 330 for push-ups, um, they asked me to lead the event in the Pledge of Allegiance and then also incorporate my 22 push-ups into the event at the beginning of the event. Nice. Sell coffee. We'll be brewing coffee, selling coffee, and we'll have uh, examples of swag out there for whoever wants to come join us. It's February 11th. Uh, more details to come from not only Master Blaster Coffee, but also fe- uh, the EOD Warrior Foundation. And, um, and then... I think I've got a, a month or two where I'm not going to an event, but I'm open to them. Um, and then in May, uh, first weekend in May, uh, Master Blaster Coffee is sponsoring the National Physique Committee's uh, Bodybuilding Championship up in Naperville, Illinois. Uh, we'll be there. Uh, representatives from Master Blaster will be there. The, uh, the ladies from the Marine Foundation have, have decided to help me out. And... Um, so we'll be there brewing coffee, selling coffee, and also selling swag and sponsoring the the uh, bodybuilding championship event. And then that same day, I'll be down at Eglin Air Force Base for the EOD Memorial, uh, the EOD Chefs um, competition, cook-off competition. And then we'll be there for the, uh, we'll be there for the entire weekend, which is the auction, all those other, the, the, the memorial, I, we have, I guess, I think at least one name that's going on the wall this year. This next year or this coming May, sorry. And then um, uh, the chef's competition, cook-off competition, and then uh, then the actual formal ball. So we'll be there for that. And uh, really looking forward to seeing everybody. And that'll be good. I want to go back to something because I know uh, I always, always, um, my mind gets way ahead of me. But <laughs> I, I want to go back and, and talk about um I want to know about your walk with Christ, and I want to know, um, for me, I didn't, I I was raised Catholic, Mm -hmm. and I I didn't really know what it meant to have a relationship with Christ 
until I was a grown man. In fact, I was 45 years old uh, before I realized, in fact, my dad had to die and he came to Christ before he died, mm -hmm. before he got symptomatic, actually. Um, he came to Christ and then it started ringing bells. And so I want to go back a little bit in your story. And I want to know, because we, we have a similar background, you know, in our, mm -hmm. in our Catholicism, right? The way we were raised. Yes. And I, I don't have anything bad to say about it, people. I'm not telling you anything. All I'm saying is that at some point, biblically, I surrendered my life to Christ. Understood. The way the Bible says. Yes. And I want to know what that looked like for you, because you have put yourself in a situation where you were in the military. You could have easily got killed. You had an extremely high stress situation. You did multiple deployments as military, as a civilian, and then as military again. You went through tragedy where you destroyed a relationship, is that, if that's safe to say. Destroyed and while well, I was destroying myself. While you were destroying yourself. Yeah. While you're going through that mess, yeah. everything you own gets burned up. How do you not wake up and hate God? Um, so your your relationship with Christ is, is a little different than mine at the moment because I'm still I'm still in the process of learning. I'm still in the process of, of searching. Um, on Thursday nights, I, I join a um, I join a Christian biblical. It's like a Bible study. I join a biblical um, group where we study scripture uh, and it's, it's veterans. Um, Drew Toothman, who is a very good friend of mine, brother of mine, Marine EOD guy, uh, has started FOB Truth. Now for FOB, for us over in the, in the military and overseas is Ford Operating Base. But for FOB Truth, FOB stands for Fundamentals of Biblical Truth. Um, and I have found a family in that. I have found a family in being able to attend. And, and, and my journey starting with the, all those my brothers and sisters in that in that group on Thursday nights. I, when I was going through my therapy, I came in like a bull in a china shop, you know, just being a jackass at times. So, but I mellowed out and and I keep going back. And um, it's I don't have the answers, but I keep trying. And it, it says a lot to the PTSD side of things too. I don't know if I'm going to have a good day or a bad day, but I keep trying. Um, not every day is going to be good, and not every day's not every day is going to be bad. Uh, you just, you know, you just got to, I'm only in control of what I got. I'm only in control of today. And that's what I work on every day is today. That's right. And let me tell you how important it is to pay attention to what's going on today. The Bible teaches us that tomorrow is not guaranteed. Correct. So today is the day. Mm -hmm. Today is the day. And if you haven't surrendered your life and you haven't given your life over and see, Odie is a perfect example. He doesn't have the answers. No. He doesn't understand it all. Neither do I. I've been at this for since my dad died in 2016. That's when I surrendered my life. When dad died, I realized something was wrong. And it wasn't long after that that I said, OK, God, I can't do this by myself anymore. I can't. What do you want me to do? It's all yours. I'm going to put it all in your hands. You tell me what I got to do. Right. And he's done so ever since. And I trust him to do so. I don't trust him. I'm not one of, you have to learn that you can't just say, 
well, hey, God, you take care of these big things and I'll take care of the little stuff. No. You don't need to worry about that. No, no that's not how it works. No, that's how it you works. gotta give it all of it. And it doesn't mean that you're gonna know everything right away. You're not. What I what I don't like to hear people say as well, I feel like I gotta stop doing this one thing before I ask God to help me because I I gotta clean up a little bit. God meets us exactly where we're at. He knows where we're at. He has a plan for us. And all we have to do is let go and let God be God. Well, I'd like to add to that as well. Um, It is important, though. It is important to take stock in every day because you need to count your blessings. You too. You have to to count your blessings. I mean, um, I never thought I'd own a coffee company. I never thought that this would be where we're at now, you know, after a year of being in business. Yeah. Um, I being here now is a blessing being, being face to face with you. Cause our last podcast t- 10 months ago was, I was still up in Naperville with my, uh, with my old man when he was sick. Uh, and we did it virtually. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was out. you were like, how can you do that? You're outside in the freezing cold. So, uh, <laughs> but I mean, the point is, is that damn Yankees. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> <laughs> this is a blessing. This is a blessing. Yes. Um, you know, Yes. Her answering the phone was a blessing. Yes. The coffee company has been a blessing. Yeah. Um, being able to go to the, I hadn't been to the EOD Warrior Foundation's memorial. I hadn't been to the memorial in 20 years wow. when I went last May. And granted, now everybody's like, oh, you're the push-up guy. And that's a great way to break the ice. I got no problem <laughs> with that whatsoever. It was right. awesome. But I, you know, I also own Master Blaster Coffee with yeah. my, you know, with my partners. And I couldn't do, I couldn't take stock in it, right? I couldn't do this without the partners that I have. I have a fantastic team and it's not just the business owners. It's, it's the other businesses that are associated with master blast that are helping us get to where we, we need to go. Right. Um, fantastic team. Robert Kersey with Miller Fine Designs. Yep, absolutely. Ginger and David with uh, really designs. Yes. Uh, you've got a whole bunch of team. You have a team around you. Yeah. Well, um, just like the military, we have yeah, a team. Exactly. One team, one fight. Let's go. Uh, my marketing and advertising guy, former Green Beret. I served with him in Afghanistan in, in, in 2000 or uh, yeah, 20, 2010, nice. 11. Um, I've got, uh, I've got Robert. Who's a, a former uh, EOD guy. That's helping me out with the, the books, the bookkeeping and stuff. Um, we just had another EOD guy, Matt join us uh, for product photography. I mean, it, the blessings just keep coming. I was just recently on it. Uh, like I said, on a podcast for the EOD warrior foundation. So, um, yeah, Great I need one. to uh, thank you, and I need to tell the story. I gotta, get, I want to tell the story because if if anything, if I help one person out of all of this, then I've I've done something good, and yeah. that's what that's what matters. And you know the the thing the Bible says very specific about when you surrender your life. When you surrender your life, the Great Commission that God gives us it's in Matthew is that we're supposed to go out and spread the word of God to the four corners of the earth. That's what we're supposed to do. How do you do that? It's pretty simple. You tell people what God's done in your life. Mm -hmm. Odie's alive today because God put somebody in his life who answered the phone when he called. It's that simple. And then all the other times with combat. You're absolutely right. So, yes. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Right. I have a lot of friends. uh, You know, I obviously I tend to associate with people who who are not scared to tell people, hey, listen, the only reason I'm alive after my combat tour or during my combat tour is because of what God was doing. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I recently got acquainted with John Arroyo. He was uh, Army officer, Green Beret, who had been deployed several times uh, and got shot in the throat at Fort Hood. Oh, with the, yeah, the shooting. Yeah. And the guy was right outside the medical facility where there was some thoracic surgeon that was the head guy of all the Army throat surgeons when when this guy got shot. You think that's all coincidence? That's not coincidence. Yeah. And so God's got purpose for John. John's acting on that purpose. Mm -hmm. God's got purpose for Odie. He kept him alive for a reason. God's got purpose for you. And if we're not praying, trying to find out what that purpose is, then we're doing not only God a disservice for dying on the cross for us, but we're doing ourselves a disservice for not honoring his sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be able to be, you know, understanding of the fact that, that we're not here just to be selfish jerks. <laughs> because I know Odie, I know myself, we've been there, we've done all that. We've checked yeah. all those boxes, yeah. we've got the t-shirts, and that those weren't good times, no. you know? And, and we didn't know that at the time, right? No, we, we thought we, we were immortal. We thought we were immortal. We yeah, were we, young and... we did. We just did whatever we wanted to. Yeah, exactly. And so it's not until we realize how fragile life is and how important relationships are with each other and how important it is to have purpose. God gives us that purpose. And I, I tell you what, I don't do anything without praying. So when I, when I opened up this white label program, I prayed about God, give me people that need to be in this program that we need to be yoked with. And so not only was Stephen one, but we have a couple of others, mm -hmm. all like-minded individuals, the team that we have around us, all like-minded individuals. Yeah. You know, the guys, you know, you guys all know I'm doing a challenge right now, 60-day challenge. I, I tried to quit yesterday. I tried to quit today. <laughs> uh, I was really in a bad headspace today, not for any reason other than three, four hours of sleep a night is not enough, and I just wanted to quit because it's easy. But you didn't. But I didn't because James and Marty stayed on my case all day. And like, no, you're not doing this. You're not doing this. And so I still got stuff to do when we get done with all this, but I'm going to finish it before the end of the night. Uh, I think it's a little bit much, but it's not so much what I'm doing. It's more what's going on in my brain, in my heart. And so God doesn't want me to die fat. He doesn't. He doesn't want me to die like that. Right. He's got a purpose for me. And if I'm not respecting my body the way God intended to, then I'm doing myself a disservice. I'm doing God a disservice. I'm disrespecting the sacrifice that he made by being stretched out on a piece of wood and nailed to it. So keep those things in mind. You know, there's so much that we don't know beyond the scenes, behind the scenes. You never know who's going to resonate with, Stephen's story. Mm -hmm. You don't know who's out there with a pistol in his hand that listened to the last podcast that Odie did and said, wait a minute. I was there. I, I, I can relate to him. You don't know what's going to come out of your mouth that might affect somebody in such a way that might just change their life. And so um, I'm so blessed to have Odie in my life. We have a great relationship He's doing great with his coffee, and I love it. 
Um, but that's it's just goes so much deeper than that. You know, we're, to have you in my life, brother. we're brothers, man. Yes, we we are. really are brothers. And even though we never served, those of you who are in the military know that you don't have to be in the same branch. You didn't have to be in the same theater. You yep. didn't have to do the same things to be brothers and sisters. We are all one family. Mm-hmm. And if you go even deeper than that, we are all one people. God made us all from the same exact family. We are all one people and we should treat and respect each other that way. Yes. And so the blessings that come from that are just unending. It's, it's been amazing. It's it been, has it's been an amazing journey. It has um, recently. I've been, we've been allowed to, uh, um, well, not allowed, but the things that just kind of pop up into existence as you're running a business um, some of the collaborations we've been able to do have just been phenomenal. Um, there's uh, Ginger and David uh, make Troop Coffee or Toffee, Troop Toffee, and we did a collaboration with them with three of our blends. Um, and Ginger's making it until it starts to get warm at the end of February right. in in, uh, in Oklahoma. Uh, delicious. Um, it's delicious. Yeah. Uh, it's Mark, amazing. Mark Fogel from Crab Zone, which is a uh, it's. It's the swag, EOD swag stuff that, you know, shirts, hoodies, uh, cups, whatever. Uh, Crab Zone's actually in Niceville right outside the, uh, the, EOD, war, or the EOD school. Um, great collaboration with Mark. And then uh, most recently, we're going to be, and you guys are going to have to look for it, we're going to be working with um, uh, Nick and Tyler from uh, Smoothboard Drinkware. So lots of, lot, lot coming up in the future and really, really blessed and honored to be a part of all of this. Truly humbled. So the next time that we do a live, we're going to go to the back of my property. And we're going to blow stuff up. I'm just saying <laughs> we're going to go blow something up. Totally calling me out on, we're, on my feed about this. We're going to blow a tree up. Oh, we're going to blow a pig up. I don't know. We're going to blow something up. <laughs> yeah. Now everybody from Pete is going to be calling you about right? <laughs> Not in Texas. Pigs are a nuisance in oh, Texas. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. So we're, we'll blow a tree up. A, a down tree, okay, for all the tree huggers. <laughs> we're going to find a down tree that's already down, uh-huh. and we're going to blow it up. But... uh it's yep. been amazing, uh, the journey. Yep. And I just encourage you, uh, if you're not already buying Master Blast coffee, if you're not buying our coffee, it's not just a brand of coffee that you're buying. You're literally not just lining some big corporations, big pockets. corporations pockets. You're yep. not. You know, Odie does so much to bring awareness to veteran suicide. First responders the, as well. First I want, responders. I want to throw that out there to everybody too. Yeah. Uh, to the EOD Warrior Foundation. Yep. Um, it's a, it's beyond a pandemic. It's a global pandemic that we're losing service members and first responders because At they feel rates, yeah. like they have no hope. They feel like there's nothing left. Correct. So. Every time you buy a bag of Master Blaster coffee, every time you buy a bag of Third Day Coffee Seguin, there is something in that organization, his organization, my organization, that is working to change those things. We support not only the EOD Warrior Foundation, we support veteran organizations that take our wounded veterans uh, hunting and fishing all over the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also support... The Christian side, we support a church in Honduras where there's in the mountains. They've never had a church. Uh, we were able to be blessed to be part of that, you know. And so 
when you buy our coffee, it makes a difference. Yeah. yeah, it's a couple of bucks more. What do you want to do? You want to give your money to a company who doesn't care, who just wants to make somebody rich, or do you want to help people? Well, our companies help people. Yeah. And, and we're geared to that. Yes, it's great if we can keep the lights on at the end of the month. It's great if we don't have to beg, you know, steal from Peter to pay Paul to keep the lights on. That That's awesome if we can do that right. and put a couple of bucks aside. But it's bigger than that. It's bigger than us. Yep. And so we, we just, we're very grateful for our customers. I'm grateful for Odie and all the other companies who help us. Um, think about your choices. You have a choice of who you can buy coffee from. Yep. And let me tell you, I've done the math. 86% of Americans drink coffee. Of that 86%, 68% drink more than a cup of coffee a day. Right. right? So that's a lot of stinking people. Mm-hmm. So think about where you spend your money because it does matter, especially in a day and age like today where everybody is suffering, where you got to pay $100 to fill your tank up with gas. It matters where you spend your money. Absolutely. It really does. So why not make it for a very notable cause to help other people. And, uh, and on top of it, you're going to get some excellent coffee. No, that's tasting coffee I've had. Yeah. And so, so, uh, we're just grateful. And, uh, I just want to say that, uh, we're thankful for everybody who tuned in. I know we still have, we still have a few, uh, people that are watching. We got people on all the different platforms. Uh, please share this story, share this podcast. And, and just know that Master Blaster Coffee, Third Day Coffee Seguin, we're not just some run-of-the-mill company trying to take money from people uh, and give them some junk in, in, you know, in a bag. You know, there's, there's love and there's quality and assurance that goes in every single bag of coffee that we send out of this shop. It, it allows us to help reach out to the communities that we're involved in. It allows us to help in those communities, um, you know, coffee com- uh, com- community and conversation and that's right. God country coffee. God country so, coffee. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're just, we want to help. Um, we're, we had the ability to do this here in your shop because uh, at the last minute, um, the Patel foundation that we are the official coffee for down in Houston um, had to postpone an event that was supposed to happen tomorrow. Right. So um, I still, I, I rang up, Jose and I said, I'm still coming. Let's do the podcast. Let's get it done here. It's, it's, and it's been awesome to be here in the shop and actually be a part of the process. Um, the, uh, the Jedi master has taught the Padawan. <laughs> this is all good stuff moving forward. Uh, really looking forward to this next year in business with you. Buddy. And, and nobody in the master blast organization, no customer can ever say, well, what do you, I mean, are you really, yes, he has, he's been here. <laughs> He checked the coffee. Yep. He put it in the hopper. That's he right. weighed it out. Yep. He roasted it. Yep. He dropped it. He ground it and he shipped it. So yep. Odie has had his hands on every part of this operation. Yes. And uh, and it's a blessing to have you here. Thank you, sir. Um, I really appreciate you. You know, I love to have my customers come into the shop. It's not often, especially since COVID. Everybody's always gun shy, right. you know, except for John Mitten, who is a repeat offender. Him and Brian Stacy both. <laughs> Well, I'll be back. Uh, yeah, Definitely. absolutely. So. And so until then, folks, like I always end all my podcasts, I tell you to treat each other the way God intended us to treat one another. 
with love, kindness, and respect. And when you make that choice to buy coffee, buy it from Master Blaster Coffee. All right? Odie? Pleasure. It's been Thank a pleasure. Thank you, sir. Brother. God bless all of you out God there. God bless tonight. you. Take care. Catch us next Friday, 7 p.m., God Country Coffee. Love y'all. Good night. Good night.